Today on Rightly Dividing, we're going to be talking about the biblical baptisms. So thank you for joining us. Learning to navigate truth in a world of opinions. Teacher Jacob Leger and your host, Pastor Daniel Wright. Heart of Worship Church Media presents Rightly Dividing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, to Rightly Dividing Podcast, Learning to Navigate Truth in a World of Opinions. I'm Pastor Daniel, and this is Jacob Leger. How's it going, guys? Our teacher. Today, we're going to be talking about the three biblical baptisms. Now, I'd like to say at first, if you haven't watched episode one, we do highly encourage you to do so, as it does describe our foundational principles and mission for this podcast, desiring truth through humility, recognizing that we are not the arbiters of truth, of course, but the word of God is. Remember, according to the Bible, God does hate a spirit of debate, and that's not why we are here. We are all trying to seek after truth, so let's agree to disagree if applicable. So with that said, welcome to our next episode of Rightly Dividing. Yeah, how's it going, man? It's been a minute, huh? It has been a minute. And a little bit different, too, by the way. A little format, a little clearer quality, and not, Jacob got a better backdrop than <laughs> right. a dry erase board with all kind of notes on it. Right. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, praise God. So we haven't done one ourselves without a guest speaker, so we, uh, we're we doing it back old school a little bit. We'll have more guest speakers. Sure. And and the holidays, of course, that, that kind of slowed things down a bit, but it's new year. So wishing everybody a happy new year and I uh, hope y'all had great holidays yep. and time with the family. Um, but yeah, kicking right into it. Uh, we're going to be talking about three baptisms. Now, point number one we want to cover is uh, there's going to be varying views on the, on the number. Uh, Jacob and I, uh, you and I had discussed and looking into it that there's not a consistent consensus on the all the exact little types of baptisms. Sure. If you were to summarize, just kind of come to the nitty gritty ones, we come down to three. Most of the types that overlap would be like water baptisms, uh, the baptisms of Moses and Jesus, which were all water baptisms. Right. Uh, but so for simplicity's sake, we're sticking with three. Uh, point number two we want to cover is some will disagree, as we will remind you guys in today's episode of the Divisions of Baptisms. Uh, and baptism defined in its simplest form is immersion and submersion, I should say. <laughs> right. Submersion. So go ahead, Jacob, and kick off this Hebrew word for us. Sure. So what is baptism? We're going to look at that. And the Hebrew word for baptism or immersion. I'm going to be referencing an article that I read on uh, One for Israel. Awesome website. Yeah, check um, it out, guys. We yeah. highly encourage you. Yeah, they're, they're an awesome, awesome group over there in Israel. But this is from one of their articles, and they they dive into it, and they get to the word that um the uh, the Hebrew word for a ritual bath is mikvah, and it to help us to understand a bit more about the Jewish notion of immersion, often Hebrew language reveals keys in the Hebrew thought behind the words. The word mikvah shares the same root with the word for hope, which is tikva, and for line or alignment is kev. The concept of hoping or waiting for God is kiviti ladonai, to say this waiting on God. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that one. <laughs> right. So here's what the Strong's lexicon has to say about, about the word. Mikvah, something waited for, confidence. Also a collection of water, a pond, or of men or horses, a caravan, a drove, abiding, gathering, together, hope, 
yarn, linen, plenty of water, a pool. So there's a lot of different, a lot of different things there. So context is everything, right? We gotta, right. Have, we gotta have the correct context. The, uh, from the same root word, you have kava, which means to bind together, to collect, to, uh, to look patiently, to tarry, to wait. So all these ideas of binding things together or, uh, are a good mental picture of, of what it means to align ourselves with God and to wait for him. We gather ourselves and bind ourselves to his word mm. and to him to align ourselves up with him and to bring him the glory, right? That's what it's, it's about the hope they they have so much more meaning than, than just, oh, it's baptism, right? Right. There's, there's a lot more to it. It, it brings that, that idea of becoming one. Uh, I was waiting to, to, to jump in on that one. Cause when you say the Hebrew word, uh, binding, it's that, you know, two becoming one right. where mankind and God are able to unify much like a, a groom and a bride, right? Yeah, exactly. We're the bride of Christ. So we uh, become one with Christ. Not that we are Christ, of course, that's understandable, but, right. but we definitely are bound to God in that way. And I like how you said also to his word, because in their culture, the Hebrew culture, they still yeah. bind yeah, the a lot word. Of, a lot of them still do that. They sure do. They wrap the uh, the leather bands around their arms and stuff to, uh, during prayers. Good deal. Uh, Want to address the elephant in the room? Uh, <laughs> so some of y'all are probably, if you're watching and you're thinking to yourself, well, wait, I'm pretty sure there's a scripture that says there's one baptism. So why are you guys promoting three? Okay, so let's just go there. Ephesians 4, 4 through 6 says, There is one body and one spirit, even as you are called, and one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, and one, one baptism. baptism. Uh, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. That's also a point of baptism. He is in us. We right. are in him. That's, That's the like immersion, submersion. Immersion, submersion, uh, the sunken ship. It's that right. same mentality. The ship is in the water and the water is in the ship. Correct. First Corinthians twelve thirteen says, for by one spirit, we are all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free and have been all made to drink of the one spirit. Now, granted, uh, being that the Bible does say one baptism, we can clearly see distinctions uh, of a fire baptism. Acts chapter two versus John the Baptist of water. In fact, there was a distinction where John the Baptist says, I indeed baptize you with water, but there's another one coming among you. So though we are saying one baptism as God baptizes us into his remnant, into his kingdom, right. uh, we recognize that there's difference. So you can take that one major baptism of becoming a Christian uh, as as water uh, has the chemical co- uh, compound of H2O, but it comes in three forms, right? solid, liquid, gas. Sure. Uh, you see one God as predisposed in three areas of being a father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. Yes. You know, Jesus was baptized. God, the father says, this is my beloved son and the Holy Spirit descended upon him. So having said that, that's why we're breaking it down to this. Yes, there's one baptism, but there's three different types. So let's talk about those three baptisms. So uh, number one, word. Number two, Water, which is the most obvious for any denomination. Everyone sure. is a water baptism. And as soon as you say baptism, that's what people's minds go to immediately. That's immediately. baptism. Oh, that's going in water. Water. Or even the baby baptism, sure. you know, sprinkling on the forehead. Uh, third is fire. So in summary, wa- uh, word, water, and fire. Uh, word is the salvation in Jesus Christ. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right. Uh, whether you're in water or not. Now, again, some are already starting to get a little panic here. But in the end, when I called out to the Lord, repented of my sins, 
God gave me of his spirit. The first John uh, one nine tells us that he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all sin. And if we confess, right? right. That's what it says. Uh, that said, he baptized me in salvation because of his grace. Cause the Bible tells us in Romans that uh, if you call upon the Lord, believe in your heart that Christ raised him from the dead, ye shall be saved. saved. Right. Uh, but of course, no, no doubt the water baptism is a commandment. Right. Uh, that is a part of our process of living as a Christian. Sure. It's because I got saved. Then I go to water. Right. Uh, and of course the most obvious, uh, um, example of the third and final baptism that we're covering is Acts chapter two, cloven tongues of fire right. on their heads. So and they spake in other tongues and spake right. in other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance. Right. Miranda did a great example, a uh, message. I should say my wife, we're going to put that uh, link in the description for you guys. If you wanted to watch that sermon as well, it's really, right. really good teaching and really in depth. It really. goes into a lot more detail on the breakdowns and stuff of the, uh, of those. Right. So looking at those three, it's always going to start with word. Yes. Jesus is the word that became flesh. Right. So the word baptism of salvation has to come first. He's not going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit with the gifts and the evidences and all of those things right. unless we're first saved. That's he right. purifies that vessel and he fills us with his spirit. Uh, and then, of course, by commandment, we are also to be water baptized. Right. Uh, that is definitely uh, a part of the Christian experience. I don't go to baptisms to be saved. I, I go to a baptism because I'm saved. Right. You know, I'm doing the public declaration to say I already was baptized in the spirit. Therefore, I'm getting baptized in the water to exactly. show the outward sign of the inward change. Correct. Exactly. So diving in, uh, Jacob, kick us off on number one of the baptism of the word as far as the scriptures talk about. So, of course, we're going to validate everything. Sure. Yeah, right? most definitely. Um, we'll, uh, we'll go through a couple of scriptures here to uh, talk about the baptism of the word here. So Galatians 3:27 states, "For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ." Amen. So that one's pretty self-explanatory. Uh John 14:20 states, "At that day ye shall know that I am in the Father, ye in me and I in you." There's the immersion ship in the water, water in the ship idea, right? Right. That's right. in Christ, of course, at this point we're talking. Exactly. Mark 1:4 John did baptize in the wilderness and preach the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. That's baptism in Jesus. Acts 2.38 states, Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be ye baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So those are the ones we have for the baptism of the word or the baptism of Jesus, baptism of Christ, however you want right. to kind of say it, right? So so there's another elephant in the room with the exact verse. So Jacob, let's talk about this, right? Uh, the baptism into Christ. I'm talking about salvation, right? Right. And that's where uh, Peter is saying, repent and be baptized, everyone, you in the name of Jesus Christ. Notice it says for the remission of sins. Now, right. when you clarify, compare every... Your, your sins have been forgiven, you washed, you've been cleansed. It has never been connected to a work. In fact, right. Acts chapter 2, uh, uh, 38 and 39, very clearly teaches us that the process of remission of sins has not been based on your merit. Oh, yeah. We cannot do an act of righteousness that gives us righteousness. It's by faith. Right. Right. Only so, so where uh, there is a specific denomination that believes that your bat water baptism formula with Jesus name only is your salvation. No, it's because of salvation. Right. Well, if, if you could do it by just going, I'm going to go get dunked. Correct. Then why did Jesus come? 
If you could do it yourself, you, you, you don't. It's a work. Right. It, 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 getting wet on coming under underwater and above is actually saying that now, even though they would never say this, but that your salvation is directly tied to a work. Right. So if there's no water around and I cannot get baptized and I die, I'm going to end up in hell. If you, again, the reason we're rightly dividing, this is our mission. We want to restore the, the reality that you have to look at all the scriptures. So I can see without all the other ones that say it's by confession, it's by repentance, it's by faith. Yeah, by itself, stand alone, this verse tells me that I would need to be baptized for that forgiveness of sin. Right. But because we know the scripture tells us that this not of works lest any man should boast, look how good I, ba- I got baptized, <laughs> right? Then we know it can't be a physical baptism. Right. It had to be a spiritual one. There's two types of baptisms. Yeah. There's spiritual baptisms and physical, right. which is the water we all know. And I say the point about the uh, fire baptisms, if it was literal, we wouldn't be setting people on fire in church, right? That would be a big no, no, no. We'd, right. we'd all go to jail. The church would get shut down. Right. There are spiritual baptisms. Sure. So that's how you can rightly divide this verse by saying that this verse is talking about a spiritual baptism for the remission of sins. Exactly. My spiritual baptism had already occurred. Now I'm going to get water baptized and maybe Baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues as he right. so chooses exactly the way the Bible laid out that timeline. Exactly. Amen. That's Amen. good. So the next is uh, water baptism of water, right? So baptism of water, it goes back to the early parts of the Old Testament. The priests in the tabernacle and the temple used to wash themselves before and after of doing their duties in the temple. During the temple time, they'd go into full immersions in mikvah, the ritual baths. And mm-hmm. come out and be cleansed for their for their duty of their whatever they had to do that day in the in the temple. Uh, another thing, it's a commandment from Jesus to get water baptized. This is true, right? It's an outward expression of an inward change that happened at salvation. You kind of mentioned that earlier. So Matthew three sixteen states, and Jesus, when he was baptized, went straight way out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw as the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. That's mm-hmm. after the water baptism. He kind of gets it back to back, right? He gets the water baptism and the Holy Ghost, just boom, boom, boom. Right. So Luke 3.16 states that John answered and said unto them all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I cometh. The latch of whose shoes I am not worthy to loosen, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Amen. So that gives you this separate distinction between a water baptism and a spiritual baptism. Sure. So we know that to be the case. And again, Acts 2.38, to me, if you if he is saying that you will have your sins remitted, it's not because I got wet. Right. Your faith has made you whole. That's right. Jesus had said. It's always about faith, confession, repentance. Right. Romans gives you the greatest uh, uh, process, the, the Romans road, right. of how salvation occurs. It's when one totally surrenders their heart to Jesus and their life becomes transformed because in that moment, from the sincerity of their heart, they have been baptized into Christ, his sacrifice, the blood of Jesus, it says, washes away all sin. That's right. It's only his blood. It's not water, not physical water that washes away your sin. It's his blood and it's your faith and it's your repentance. Jesus said, unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. That's right. Not in our notes, but repentance is a part of salvation. I had a conversation with a guy today, in fact, Jacob, about that. I was like, oh, well, no, the Bible says we just have to believe. I said, well, that's not that's, that's a part, part of it. it. <laughs> but you know what the Bible does say about believe in James? It says, 
that uh, even the demons believe and they tremble. Yeah, they so, tremble. So, so you should at least be doing that too. Correct. <laughs> Repentance is a part of right. your salvation experience exactly. because it's a decision that says, I'm no longer going to live in sin. I'm going to get get holy. Because of the grace he's given you to do it. And yes, and that grace is the baptism right. of his spirit. Amen. Right. So the third is uh, baptism of fire. It is the infilling of the Holy Spirit that is being empowered by God for his glory. Amen. So we got a couple of references here. Uh, Old Testament from Joel 2, 28 through 29. And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions and also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. We see the beginning of the fulfillment of that because that, that's still being carried out through today. Today, exactly. It started in Acts 2, 1 through 4, and it states, And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all in one place in one accord. And suddenly there came the sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes. And they began to speak Amen. in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. The next one we have is John one thirty three, And I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water. And the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending, and remain on him, the same is he which baptize with the Holy Ghost. So that was before Jesus went to the, right before he went into the water to get baptized. That that, that went on. But yeah, mm-hmm. those are some good ones about baptism of fire, baptism of Holy Ghost. Right, right. To give that distinction. And uh, looking through, according to our notes, guys, uh, big, big bold letters, is water baptism required for salvation? Right. And just like I always do, Jacob, when I'm preaching, I tend to always like to get ahead of myself. <laughs> Well, maybe it's not me. Maybe it's the Holy Spirit. No, We're like, yeah, just yeah. get to the point. Yeah. And I'll promise, guys, I'm so sorry. Sometimes I ramble, you know, <laughs> my wife tells me that. But that's the major question, right? Because there's a, a belief that uh, your salvation is tied to this water baptism thing. Uh, so let's look at where that, again, we, we actually kind of already did. So I'll just quickly recap. Then they that gladly received this word were baptized that same day and were added to them about 3,000 souls. Right. Gladly received his word. Right. Were baptized. Right. Gladly receiving the gospel, the word, which is Jesus. The word became what? Flesh. That's right. John chapter 1. Then they were baptized. Right. You see the distinction right then and there. Oh, Mark yeah. 16, 16 says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. So those two are the ones that say you got to have water baptism for your salvation, yeah. right? Well, let's look at Luke 23, 42 through 43. So Luke 23, 42 and 43 says, and he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Now, this is the malefactor on the side of Jesus right. strung up on the cross, crucified with Christ. Uh, huh, interesting. He was spiritually too, by the way. Right. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Now that's an interesting construct because he didn't get water baptized. He, in, in fact, Jacob, the man didn't even say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. No. The man literally just e- exhibited a heart of love 
to and, the Savior. And that he recognized that Jesus was innocent in all this because he told, tells the other thief on the cross, he's innocent. He said, we deserve to be here. Right. He doesn't, he has done nothing. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. In so, fact, that's what he had said before right. what I just read yeah. was that. So it, it literally it, the exertion of love towards an innocent man that he recognized who he was. Right. And he ended up in paradise with Jesus. Right. He didn't, he didn't say, wait, Romans, I got to wait before I got to go get baptized real quick. Then you can put well, me back up. And I've heard the argument to right. say, well, he wasn't, uh, cru- Jesus wasn't crucified yet. So that, that baptism theology wasn't in play until after Christ's death and, and resurrection to which I would say, well, wait a second. If that were the case, I think that would be more old Testament than new Testament because it was all about rituals, right? The ritual cleansing. It was all about, you had to wash yourself and you weren't clean for another seven days. Right. right? Or until evening that night or whatever, there was all kind of different. Rules so any type of ritualistic cleansing spiritually through a ritual, right. Um, would have been based on the old Testament, not the new Testament. Sure. Uh, Acts and, and another thing right here, check out Acts 16, 31 to 33. And it says, and they said, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in thy house. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in his house. And this was the, uh, the uh, Paul and Silas, right? Mm-hmm. I believe so. And he took unto them the same hour of the night uh, and washed their stripes and was baptized. He and all of his house. What right. They spake the word of the Lord to the house. They received it. Uh, and it says that they were saved. Now, again, baptism is a part of the Christian experience, but it's not a part of the salvation experience. Right. We cannot earn salvation by that work. So therefore, we only receive it through faith. That's right. And repentance. Right. First, we get faith. Then we receive his grace when we repent of our sin. Exactly. To turn away from our sin. Exactly. Yeah. And of course, our favorite, whosoever shall get baptized Shall be saved. No. Oh no, that's not what it, I'm sorry. Can you read that one for yeah, me? Yeah, that, that Roman. Yeah, Romans. Oh, Romans 10, 13. 13. <laughs> it says, For whosoever shall call uh, upon the name like of the, the Lord. Like the malefactor did. He called out. Right. Like like Zacchaeus did. Yeah. Poor little short man. Exactly. You know? exactly. I mean, anyone in scripture. When oh, it yeah. was a it was an effort of love that that was a declaration of the commitment, just calling upon Jesus' right. help. Right. It was, and that was a, that was their faith crying out. There's so many, so many evidences of his miracles that he did was because somebody called out or somebody sought him out. It was an act of faith. Correct. There wasn't, it was them acting their faith and Jesus seeing their faith. Right. That's what released the miracle or their whatever was needed at that time for that person in their life. I've, uh, I've heard testimonies of people of the three talking, let's just quickly talk about the threes is that they were, confessed their sins. They repented of their sins. They they made that de- declaration. They called upon the name of the Lord. They were saved. They go to get baptized. And I hadn't seen this personally, but people have told me in years past that people were literally baptized in fire as they're coming out the water. Right. And they started speaking in tongues as the as they're right. coming out of the water. They hit twice. So, right. <laughs> but he has to be, you have to become his child first before he can do anything else. Right. So the first cleansing spiritually is the word baptism of, of salvation. Now you can have the baptism of fire and water at the same time, or you can be baptized in fire and then go into water. It doesn't really matter. Right. Uh, our experience, we had uh, one lady is um, our church member, and uh, we were doing a baptism, and we were baptizing her daughter who had confessed her sins, right. repented, became saved, born again, child of God, and made that declaration of faith publicly. Mama got so touched. 
Remember that, Jacob? Yep. She says she was going Whoa, down to. I'm coming to. I'm coming to. And let me tell you, brothers and sisters, if you're watching right now, that woman in that moment, that was that malefactor salvation. Lord, yep. remember me. Me too, Lord. Right. Me too. Don't forget me. Yep. And remember that day while I was singing, I started singing out in that water. I have decided, as she was coming, <laughs> to follow Jesus. <laughs> I have this. Oh, they had to get her by the singing. And right, right. Shouting. Oh, yeah. She was stirred and moved by the power of the Holy Spirit, convicted, uh, 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 just enamored in that moment. And uh, yeah, so she was baptized in the word at the bank. Right. And then within seconds, she in was getting baptized in the water. Right. What a powerful thing. So in conclusion, Jacob, the answer for the question, do we need water baptism for salvation? No. Not at all. No. We should because we're saved. It's a commandment too. Just like don't don't steal. Right. (laughs) Just like don't kill. Right. You know? Right. We we follow his commandments. Right. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. Right. And water baptism is definitely a part of that commandment. Yeah. Very much is. Amen. That was a good discussion. Very good. Good to be back, huh, Jake? Oh, yeah. 2023's, we're going through with it, right? Remember, brothers and sisters, the Word of God will stand forever. According to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8, and 1 Peter 1, 25, if you're on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe, and please click that bell for notifications, or follow us if you're watching or listening from a podcast platform. Uh, If you have any questions or topic suggestions, even, please comment below or email us at info at heartofworshipchurch.com. Join us on our next episode when we will discuss the topic of free will versus determinism as we navigate truth in a world of opinions. This has been Daniel Wright and Jacob Leger. See you later, guys. Workmen that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. See you next time and Godspeed. Thank you for joining us this episode. For more information on our ministry or to contact us, please visit heartofworshipchurch.com.